Medias. Hello. Hello. Good evening and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 5-18-2015. How are you this week, Alex? Tired as usual. <laughs> uh, well, there's always plenty to do. There's always more work to be done, it seems like. Um, so, um, where would you like to start this week? Well, I'll, I'll give you the choice. Um, do you want to... Uh, you want the good news up front or at the end? Is, is it good to start with the bad news and then? You might as well start the with the bad news? bad news because we were just talking about. Um, yeah, you might as well start with the bad news. The audience is used to that. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll mention this. Well, we, I I updated our call to action on this uh, last night. Um, Sonoma, California is having a uh, uh, public hearing in a couple hours. Um, and uh, this is, I saw somebody had posted about this in our Facebook group a little bit ago, um, a couple hours ago. Right. And um, so this is an ordinance that's been working its way. This was introduced back in March um, actually we hadn't even seen the language yet and we released a call to action because a couple other people close to this issue had, uh, seen some things and this was, uh, working, uh, had the potential to be very, very bad. It is still quite crappy. Um, so this is, <laughs> uh, this ordinance will require, uh, anyone selling vapor products to get a tobacco retailer's license or tobacco dealer's license. Um, of course they've, they've, they've crafted this requirement and then they've only allowed 15 locations in the city of Sonoma to actually get a tobacco dealer's license. Um, and I Google, I, I looked at the Google Maps last night, and these locations are already occupied by people who sell cigarettes and other tobacco products. So these are things like convenience stores, discount tobacco shops. I believe there was a, a, a wine store in another, I don't know if wine and spirits places are allowed to sell cigarettes in California, but whatever. Um, uh, so they can have a tobacco retailer's license. So, uh, like I said, these 15 addresses are already occupied by people that sell cigarettes. Um, <laughs> so not a vapor retailer, not a vape shop. Um, and, uh, on top of this, the bill would prohibit the sales of flavored e-liquid other than tobacco and menthol. So... If you're one of these locations and you would like to sell the least appealing, least effective vapor products, then you can, I guess. <laughs> um, if you happen to go out of business for some reason and some foolhardy entrepreneur in Sonoma wants to open up a vape shop and only sell two flavors, <laughs> you can do that too. Um, so this is a pretty horrible ordinance and, uh, I, somebody had posted in the thread, 
in Facebook that I think this had spawned um, some rather interesting comments from the city council a couple months ago. So um, I, I, I want to mention this for two reasons. Number one, because we put out a call to action for it. And number two, because there's likely to be an entertaining recording of the proceedings um, <laughs> that, that we should eventually link to. Um, so if you're in Sonoma and you're listening to this, it sounds like the California folks are sort of already on this, but um, right. if not, get connected with um, the, uh, I, I believe the California Safata people are, are organizing stuff, the Northern Northern, Northern California chapter. Um, so you've got a couple hours yet. Uh, this is six o'clock uh, Pacific. Um, so uh, yeah. Uh, go 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 to a, what may be, very well be an entertaining city council meeting. Um, so that's Sonoma, um, and then of course down uh, down the street. I don't know where is Santa Barbara, California, Santa Barbara County. Okay, uh, not the town of Santa Barbara or city of Santa Barbara, but mm -hmm. Santa Bar the entire county. Um, <laughs> has uh, introduced an ordinance that would prohibit vaping where smoking is already banned. Um, and of course they're using the, the term electronic smoking device. Mm -hmm. um, and this meeting is tomorrow, Tuesday, May 19th at the convenient time of nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, so all of you people who are independently wealthy and don't have to work for a living, uh, I guess, you're welcome to attend this hearing. Um, for the rest of us, uh, we have provided email and phone contact information, plus a list of compelling talking points. Um, so Santa Barbara County residents, which I believe there was like 27 of them that I sent an email out to today, um, this morning. Um, there you go. Uh, please take action and oppose this nonsense. Um, and another, on that note, I, I brought up electronic smoking device. I think there was a study circulating around Facebook uh, this weekend. And somebody, uh, one of the authors of the study referred to vapor products, electronic cigarettes, as alternative nicotine delivery systems. And I figured that that was a, it's a, and alternative nicotine delivery systems. Huh, I, and. I and. <laughs> Instead I, of ends. It, it ends. I, I just like I can't <laughs> believe it, that none of us actually thought to do that. I, I, it's it's a pretty good um, answer back to ends. Um, and for anybody who's who's not familiar with why this is an issue, um, Carl has written a blog post about why ends is such a horrible and derogatory term and clearly politically motivated. Um, and uh, throw electronic smoking device into that mix as well. Um, I believe New Jersey was the first state to use it. I'm not sure. Uh, it, oh, probably, probably. it probably originated at the municipal level. Um, and I don't know if we actually have New Jersey GASP to, think, to thank for that. Um, we probably do. Um, so I, I'm not clear on the precise origins of it, but... Uh, the New Jersey state code was the first place I saw it. So, um, you know, if it's news to me, it must be news to everyone. Um, anyway, uh, so we've got 
we've got Sonoma, we've got Santa Barbara. Um, there were a couple of other local alerts uh, that, let's see, uh, Denver, Colorado is right. meeting tonight. Oh, another one tonight. Sorry. <laughs> Probably should have started with that because it's 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 actually it's happening in 20 minutes, um, so that's 5:30 Mountain Time. Um, that is uh, this is, would be a ban on free samples, um, and the way that this is written, um, it, I it, it wouldn't affect zero nicotine samples. Right. Like when you go to test stuff out in. A vape shop. Uh, of course, I'm. I'm not sure. I can't remember if Denver prohibited vaping indoors for all places. Um, so that's sort of a moot point. Um, but even if this wouldn't affect vapor retailers and how they make sales, this would affect um, trade shows. Uh, should anyone decide to have a big vaping event, Denver um, uh, would yeah would make it difficult to give away free samples. Didn't Denver just recently legalize uh, consumption of marijuana products? Um, I believe the entire state did, yes. Yeah. I guess it's okay if you want to smoke it or bake it into a brownie, but not if you want to vape it. Um, yeah, I just... You know, it when when the aliens come down from outer space <laughs> and introduce these technologies, all of our children are going to end up smoking crack and slamming heroin. So we we have to nip this stuff in the bud. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, Council Bill CB fifteen dash zero two six eight. This is final consideration. Um, so, uh, uh, this came out, I, I put this out yesterday. Hopefully people were able to send a boatload of emails, um, and get on the phone today and pressure city council to abandon this effort. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, so I guess we'll see how that goes. <sighs> um, so we got Denver and, uh, Naperville, Illinois. Mm-hmm is uh, looking at a tobacco dealer's license uh, effort again. Um, mm -hmm. I had actually reached out to uh, one of the folks that's on our board of advisors, uh, Vicki, mm -hmm. um, and uh, asked, because I know that some people in Illinois had sort of proactively gotten tobacco licenses, mm -hmm. um, so I wasn't quite sure on the issue, but uh, yes, it is sort of a CASA position that if licensing or registration must take place, that there should be a separate category for vapor retailers. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> because once, you know, this is one of those things that we, we learned this lesson from Iowa, when municipalities start requiring people to register as tobacco retailers, it can affect, it sort of automatically includes you in potentially parts of the state code um, that treat, that are a lot more strict on tobacco retailers. And so it can affect things like online sales, advertising, um, and potentially other restrictions. So right. essentially any bill that would, would subject uh, vapor retailers to tobacco licensing is, is inappropriate. Um, and if it's just a matter of registering 
shops for the purpose of compliance so that they can come in and do, you know, if they want to run a sting operation and see if you're selling to the kids, um, you know, simply just registering with the local health department is enough. You're on a list somewhere and they can check that and check you off every three to six months and say, okay, you're compliant. That's, that's how that should be done. Um, and of all places, New York state seems to have figured that out. So, um, (laughs) Hey, uh, something something decent came out of New York this year. Um, scary. And, uh, let's see, Salem, Oregon. Uh, this is meeting. Oh, wow. I need to capitalize the month of uh, May. Um, (laughs) uh salem oregon is uh this would prohibit vaping on city-owned property which uh ordinarily you know if city hall doesn't want you to vape in council chambers uh we're cool with that uh it's kind of like your local bar saying they don't want to have vaping in there uh you know property owners are certainly entitled to their rights and i'm not going to get into this debate about who owns city hall but um It's certainly something that we're not necessarily opposed to, um, but they're going to prohibit use on things like parks and walking trails, uh, outdoor areas, which is just stupid. I um, love outdoor vaping bands. That's just beyond stupid. Uh, I mean, I can, I can. The, probably the only thing that I could say is a a justifiable reason for prohibiting smoking outdoors is potentially litter but then again maybe you should also create some sort of thousand foot barrier between you know the local park and uh, a fast food restaurant as well because you know i mean see when i didn't know i i guess the one thing i know about a lot of these outdoor bands is they're saying no no level of tobacco smoke is safe okay uh let's push that aside because you're outside in the open fresh air right and it's dissipating so you're getting minuscule minuscule amounts if you're walking by what happened when they started to institute these outdoor bans is the ala and the american heart association the campaign for tobacco free kids all those wonderful people got together and they started harassing all these city councils to remove all the ashtrays because they said, well, if it's illegal, you shouldn't enable an illegal use. And then you notice litter becomes an issue. You know what I mean? It wasn't an issue when the people actually had a place to dispose of their cigarette butts, but now it is. It's just they're making their own future work. You know what I mean? It's almost like they pre-planned it. Not that I can prove that, but you know. <laughs> That's really what I think. <laughs> it's an interesting, interesting theory. I know that probably 99% of smokers don't know how to field strip a butt. So um, that's kind of. <laughs> well, that's not even really hard, but still. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I used to have pockets full of cigarette butts. Um, that's, uh, that's just how I roll. Um, anyway, yeah, in Central Park, it's still got plenty of cigarette butts laying around in it, even though it's illegal to smoke in parks in New York City. Sure it is. Yeah. I want to see somebody enforce it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That goes over real well. Um, so anyway, that we've got plenty of time uh, for people to speak out against this in Salem, Oregon. That's Tuesday, May 26th. Uh, so that you've got a, a full week 
to get emails um, to the city council and, and ask them to be a bit more thoughtful about how they treat vapor products. Right. Um, Salem, Oregon. Uh, yes. Okay. So I think that's all the weird and potentially bad news for this week. Okay. But that was quick. It was actually. <laughs> so. Okay. So uh, some good news uh, that we need to update on our blog. Um, uh, just got kind of confirmation about this today, I believe. Um, I am comfortable to report okay. that uh, Vermont Senate Bill 139 that was in conference committee last week mm -hmm. has had the tax language removed from it. Nice. So no as far as I could tell, no vapor tax in Vermont this year. Um, so that will be an update uh, that I will be happy to provide. Hopefully once I get just a little bit more confirmation on that. Um, uh, so that's good. Thank you everyone in Vermont for taking action. Um, I believe that there were some people that worked very closely with lawmakers up there. Uh, again, thank you very much. Um, and then, of course, the kind of blockbuster for this week is H.R. 2058, uh, which has been introduced into the U.S. Congress um, and uh, deserves a little bit of discussion. Um, but for those who don't know, uh, if this is your first exposure to this, um, this is the FDA Deeming Authority Clarification Act of 2015, or H.R. 2058 for short. Um, Representative Tom Cole of Oklahoma introduced this bill, and it's very brief. Uh, I believe there's maybe half a dozen lines, and simply put, it would change the grandfather date for deemed tobacco products to something more appropriate, like when the FDA regulations are finalized, which people suspect will be this year. It could be next year. Who knows? Um, but the, the, uh, the rolling the rolling theory is that it will be this summer. Um, and so what this does is opens up the pool of predicate products that manufacturers can reference right. when they ultimately register their products with the FDA. Mm -hmm. Um, We are urging people to express strong support for this bill. Um, if anything is going to help us get through the FDA deeming regulations, uh, this is one of those things. Obviously, we would like to see the FDA deeming regulations changed to give <laughs> some special consideration to vapor products and not not subject them to what is a uh, prohibitive uh, application process. And, and, uh, you know, super costly. <laughs> exactly. Um, it, it's sort of, you know, banned by paperwork and money. Um, <clears throat> so by all means, we want people to support this bill, but I think people should, there is a bit of a reality check here in that there are still hoops that manufacturers are going to have to jump through 
in order to bring their products to market and to keep their products on the market. Um, so this is not a panacea. This does not solve all of our problems. And in fact, uh, we, we do have a bit of a, there is an asterisk um, on our blog post. Uh, and, and I think it should be made clear that we will still see uh, a, a chunk a, a, of manufacturers exit the market if you know even if this bill passes and the FDA regulations are finalized the way we kind of think there will be um, there will still be a, a noticeable percentage of, of manufacturers that, that that just won't make it um, mostly because you know I think it, it takes there's a certain level of organization and obviously a financial consideration um, that that uh, will factor into people being able to navigate the um, the just the simple registration process, which I'm I'm somewhat unfamiliar with, but um, uh, this is sort of how I understand it at, at this time. Okay. So um, it's it's more like a stopgap. It 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 enables us to fight another day. I think it's yeah, not. It, Perfect. It, at the very least, it won't set us back to 2007. Yeah, I don't want to go back to a 901 and a freaking stick battery. Stick batteries were terrible. 901, not so bad. Uh, but stick batteries, the most terrible thing on planet Earth. If you wanted to go out for more than 20 minutes, you need to have like 12 of them. <laughs> so... Was um, the P was the PCC the personal charging case? Was oh that even on the God. market in, in two thousand seven? No, no. Um, so I started. So I started six years ago, and I think they were just starting to come out with those, and they were the yeah. most god awful thing ever made. Um, and they made them to look like cigarette packs. Yeah, which was kind of funny because, you know, I don't know. After about. Uh, three four weeks of vaping i was like i need a mod <laughs> i can't deal with this i don't care if it looks like a shoe uh it's gotta you know vape better than this so uh i was an early adopter of the technology so it, it really would be a shame to set people back to the stone ages as far as vaping goes you know um recent advances have made it so much easier to vape and so much more satisfying and taking that away from people. Uh, it, it's something I think the FDA should be criminally negligent for, but they won't be, you know, sadly. Yeah. So something like this could help stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. This definitely gives us a lot more options, uh, kind of no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, so yes, despite all of my doom and gloom, uh, please, please take action now and uh, support this bill. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised my representative from Florida signed on to that bill. It's like, all right, Tom Rooney. Shocked, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> if anything could make you a single issue voter, it's something like this. Just saying. Not everybody, just me, I guess. <laughs> So, um, I did, um, not that, um, I, I had an update kind of about, uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, the one we were 
on the podcast last week telling people you should be driving <laughs> driving right. to or sitting in council chambers yeah it uh it, it lost um it monday they unanimously approved a new law banning the use of e-cigarettes in places such as restaurants, stores, and theaters. And that entire law was started because the mayor of Port St. Lucie, Florida, had a bad experience with the vapor blowing clouds around him. Interesting. So, just throwing that out there. So, yeah. If I don't like it, you can't do it. I guess also a word of caution, uh, vapors everywhere should, should be aware that I guess you never know when a city council person is going to be sitting next to you. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just think and about what you're doing. That's all. Yeah. Um, so no big deal, but I, I think, uh, he's the kind of guy that would have, um, banned anything he didn't like anyway. He's kind of, um, kind of a, a Michael, uh, Bloomberg, Esque character, from what I understand. So, uh, the people of Port St. Lucie have an interesting time having elected him. <laughs> Glad he's not my mayor. So, yeah, I guess is that it for tonight? Um, it, it sort of is. I know that uh, there is an indoor vaping ban kind of gaining steam in New York State. Okay. Um, I, everybody in New York, I think, should be on high alert uh, yeah. where the state seems to be fumbling in, in passing an indoor vaping law. Um, county legislatures are uh, able to kind of get around that. So there have been uh, three, maybe four counties in New York State that have passed uh, indoor vaping restrictions. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I, I would urge people that it's 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 not impossible, but it's very difficult to get updates on this. And each county legislature seems to be uh, a bit different. Um, their their websites are certainly very different from each <laughs> other, and leave much to be desired in ease of access. So oh, yeah. uh, it's a bit you know it's it's hard enough learning fifty state legislatures, let alone. I don't know how many different counties there are in, in New York state, but, um, so, uh, New York vapors should be, uh, tuned in to what your municipal and county legislatures are doing. Um, yeah. um, my, my tip for that is scan your local newspaper for stories about smoking bans or possible smoking bans, and then read the whole thing. Cause that's how a lot of these are getting snuck in by changing the smoke free workplaces laws or you know, smoke-free places laws that many of these municipalities and towns have in place. So that's, I guess, one way to go if you don't like maneuvering your way through the websites. Although, if you live there, you should have some sort of glancing familiarity with your health department and your, your state and local government websites. I do. Not saying everybody's like me but it, it's not hard to just click and look around and um, it's always good to have that little bit of familiarity with it in case you need it later on so Agreed. yeah um <laughs> so uh, what's up so, for yeah, next week uh, 
I, I, I don't know. Um, okay. I, the good news is that uh, it's it's May, and yes. there are legislatures that are coming to the end of their session. Um, Hawaii is one of those, uh, although Hawaii passed a uh, two bills, one that prohibits indoor use and the other that raises the age of purchase to 21. Um, uh, no tax bill passed in Hawaii this year. So that's good news. Um, and special thanks to Hawaiian Vapors United for all of their work. Um, I know that uh, Oregon seems intent on passing something with the language inhale and delivery system <laughs> in it. Um, I don't I know it, what's wrong with Oregon. Um, I think so it's Oregon and New York. It's that guy that every year tries to pass making all nicotine products available by prescription only. He's the one who's really yeah. pushing this. He, there's, he there's a pack of this is an infestation in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Just anti-nicotine people. Um, it's too bad. So um, I, I, I don't know if anything is going to happen with Oregon this week. Uh, things might be a little bit too far gone at this point. Um, but uh, we'll see. So I, it, as far as I'm concerned, I sort of have Oregon and New York on my radar for okay. uh, things to potentially flare up. Um, and uh, I guess that's what I'm going to be working on tonight. <laughs> um, um, I'll give you a hand later. I'll come over and, and whatever. Whatever you need, I'll go dig for it. Because Google loves me. What can I tell you? Um, nice. Always appreciate the help. Oh, well, you know, I uh, do it because cause I love the work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, are you still there? Hello? Yeah, I got you. Okay, I'm sorry. I so, said, thank Go ahead. Uh, no, I, just, I was going to say we should wrap this up. We're at a cool 30 minutes. So Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on tonight. And uh, everything you do is appreciated. Um, everybody, please join Kasa if you haven't already. You can see, our, see us on our Facebook page or our official Facebook page. You can see us on Twitter as Kasa Media. We're also on Instagram as Kasa Media, and um, also please take the time to submit your testimonies, uh, testimonials to testimonials at kasa.org. Um, thank you for everything you do. Uh, have a great night, and we'll see you next week. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs>